Hello and welcome to the Fit Leaders Podcast, the podcast for leaders seeking sustainable success. I'm your host, David Chinsky, founder of the Institute for Leadership Fitness and creator of Fit Leaders Academy. Join me as we explore how fit leaders enjoy vibrant lives marked by personal health and sustained contributions. In this podcast, The Oscillating Life, I'd like to return to the subject of vitality for leadership. When I constructed my model of leadership fitness many years ago, I actually thought that any leader successfully integrating the qualities of clarity, confidence, and effectiveness, which serve as the first three phases of leadership fitness in my model, had what it took to create the impact he or she was striving for. And yet, as I continue to explore what drove sustainable success and long-term impact, I saw repeated instances of frustration, overwhelm, and even illness where I might otherwise have determined that leaders were as fit as they needed to be. As a result, I added vitality to my model of leadership fitness to ensure that fit leaders had what it takes to go the distance. The synergies between vitality and the other three faces of leadership fitness often outweigh the synergies between any of the other faces in my model. For example, without vitality, it is much more difficult to achieve clarity. Without vitality, it is less likely that leaders will remain confident. And without vitality, the energy it takes to lead and manage effectively becomes depleted. And so I recognize that all four faces of leadership fitness, including vitality, were absolutely critical to build this long-term contribution. One of the best ways to inject more vitality into the lives of leaders is to create more oscillation. Oscillation refers essentially to the repetitive variation between two or more states, such as work and play. Leaders often think of this as the ongoing challenge of balancing or blending the various demands on our time. In The Power of Full Engagement, Lore and Schwartz utilize the principle of oscillation when they suggest that leaders strive to balance periods of energy expenditure with regular periods of rest and recovery. Dan Sullivan, creator of The Strategic Coach, and Jennifer White, author of Work Less, Make More, go further by pointing to the value of carving out specific days each week that are devoted entirely to rejuvenation. Both Sullivan and White refer to these periods as free days. Free days are exactly what they sound like. On these days, we do no work, and this includes no email and no voicemail. We spend 24 hours focused only on recreation and relaxation. Free days, vital to our life, are for hobbies, family, exercise, and reflection. One of the challenges we face as leaders as we seek to lead a more oscillating life is what to do on a free day. When we have created a routine of working all the time, that can become the default, and it can be difficult to see how days can be spent any other way. Here are some examples of how fit leaders choose to spend their free days. 
Some might increase their exercise on that day, go out for a jog, go to the gym, work out more intensely, perhaps get a massage, maybe meditate or read books that often don't get our attention as we're focusing primarily on our jobs and on our work. Maybe going to a movie, streaming a movie that you've wanted to watch for a while, listening to music, writing letters, volunteering, going to lunch with a friend. Think about what activities would be fun and rejuvenating for you that have no association with your work-related responsibilities. While the first step in creating a more oscillating life is being clear about how we want to spend our free days, an ongoing challenge is keeping our commitment to taking these free days on a consistent basis. Here are a few ways to increase the likelihood that we will oscillate more. The first is to calendarize our free days. Just as we calendarize our important meetings at work and other activities on our schedule, it can be very helpful to plan ahead as we designate specific days on our calendar for rejuvenation and then mark these days as full day appointments with ourselves. A second way to increase the likelihood of our oscillation is to pave the way to take the necessary steps to clear the path for our free days by completing or deferring work that could get in the way of us getting away. So rather than waiting until the last minute to complete projects, we want to get what is important to complete done so that while we are away and exercising our free days, we're not constantly thinking about, oh, I forgot to do this, or I just need to check in and make sure that's being done. So it takes some advance work to make sure that as we approach our free days, that we can go with a clear and clean conscience without constantly thinking that we've left something undone. A third technique to truly turn our free days into the rejuvenating and relaxing days they're intended to be is to let others know about our practice of taking these days away from work. Be sure your family, your coworkers, and others around you understand your commitment to your free days and ask them for their support. If they understand the importance of you taking this occasional time away, they will more likely not interrupt your free days with work-related requests. So to the extent that your colleagues know that this is an important part of your week, they can organize their requests of you before and or after your free days. If your family is aware that these days are important to you, they are likely to support you. And many of our free day activities may actually involve our family, our friends. And so that is a great way to increase the likelihood that you will, in fact, follow through on your commitments to break away from your work by engaging in activities with others in your life. 
A fourth way to make free days really happen is to focus on all of your energy sources. So we have four main sources of energy. We have physical energy, emotional energy, mental energy, and spiritual energy. As you think about planning out your free days, think about mixing it up either in a given day or over many of your free days. Some of your activities may focus on physical energy, taking care of your body, getting more exercise. Other activities might include building up your reservoir of mental energy, maybe doing puzzles, whether it's a crossword puzzle or a Sudoku or anything that's going to increase your mental capacity, reading books. Perhaps some of your activities will focus on emotional energy, putting you in situations where you can increase your patience, increase your compassion, maybe through more contemplative reflection and meditation. Some of your Activities on a free day may focus on spiritual energy, perhaps being of service in your community, looking for opportunities to give back, to volunteer for one of your favorite causes. So to the extent that we can balance our focus on activities that blend all four of our major sources of energy, we will likely be building up all of the important aspects of our life. Finally, it's important to learn how to say yes to yourself. We all need to get more comfortable making time for taking better care of us. I'm fond of saying that it's not a selfish act to take care of ourselves. To the extent that we take time to restore our own sources of energy, we're likely to be building even greater value for those around us, those that we work with day to day, our family members, our communities. And so each of us can make the choice to build more oscillation, more variation in how we spend our time so that we increase our value in all of our settings as a result of not ignoring the importance of building that balance into our life. If you would like to learn more about how to create more oscillation and more rejuvenation into your life and how to become a fit leader, I invite you to visit fitleadersacademy.com fitleadersacademy.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.